0: And welcome, everyone, to the weekly walkthrough H-Town, coming to you from the humble community Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. Hi, Susan.
1: Good morning, Rusty. How are you? I'm fine. As I stated briefly, previously, I feel like I have Halloween hair today, nice. so I'm super glad this is not a... Um, live
0: well, we, or well, streamed or people see us facebook live yeah. okay we could do that i'm not well no, we're we not. have
1: all kinds of tricks no i know, up our I know.
0: you, you and, want us to you want us to, she wants us to go live and she wants maybe facebook live and we've got a slate of all kinds of stuff going on today
1: right we're kind of thinking at the macy's parade looping back to the live rusty did we you, are right did okay. you remember that we have a candy thing
0: uh yeah now i did
1: Okay, we have a candy thing for each group, so we'll do it really fast for these guys. Well,
0: first of all, let's introduce who we got. We've got the Heston College basketball coaches here. We've got Michael Smalley with the women. Hi, Michael. Hello, how are you? And we've got Matt Heber with the men. Hi, Matt. Hey, good morning. So we have a slate of and they are here because it is Tuesday,
1: November 1st, which means it is time for hoops. Combined with the World Series, combined with football still going. So it's like the perfect Okay, let's be real. November
0: might be the best month for sports. It really might be. It really really might be. So these guys are here. Let's do the candy, and then we'll get into all things Hesson College basketball.
1: We have a little game that we play. She started it. We have a game that was all my idea that Rusty just cooperates on. Right. And it (laughs) um, used to be what's in the bag. Now it's what kind of candy. So what kind of candy do you think Brad Gour from your – partner organization Dick Arboretum donated for your talk today, specifically with you two in mind. Not really. Oh, I was going to say if he, <laughs>
2: oh man, if he had me in mind, I hope he knows I hate, cho- I don't hate chocolate. It's not my first choice. I'm going to go starburst. I really hope he knows me. Starburst.
1: Okay. Matt. Uh,
2: Brad's a tricky one. Like it, it could be.
1: Tree bark. Yeah, think <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking
3: something like honey flavored, but
1: hmm. Uh. I'm sorry. Both of you are incorrect. It's Reese's double Reese's peanut butter cups. Well but here we can
0: we can go with a theme here. We can go with the theme because we've got the double coaches from Heston College Basketball. Two in one package.
1: That's a
2: tie in. I like it.
0: I know it is a tie in, unintentional,
1: but we're glad you're here.
2: I do like Reese's puffs for breakfast, so close enough.
0: Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little cereal candy for breakfast, right? Hey, guys, first of all, let's tell us a little bit about yourselves and a little bit about what you, so our listeners know who you guys are. I'm sure they have, but let's make that connection for some of the people who don't. So Matt, Michael, whoever wants to start, I mean.
2: I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, Matt knows I like to talk. Um, <laughs> so a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm originally from Cheney, Kansas. So Cheney, not too, Kansas. Yep, not too far away, about an hour. Um, I came to Heston College uh, from 2005 to 2007, uh, played basketball. You did. did? Yep. Did all those things. Had Rusty say my name on the radio a I few did. times. Not a lot, but a few times. Um, and then transferred to Wichita State. Mm-hmm. Finished Woo-hoo. with my, yeah, go Shockers. Go Shocks. Yeah. Uh, finished with my bachelor's and master's in social work. And then was looking to kind of come back to Heston. Went back to the college. I was a resident director for three years. Um, got connected with Dan Harrison, was an mm-hmm. assistant coach with the girls. Uh, left for 13 seconds Came right back and worked in admissions for five years. During that time, was an assistant coach for the, the guys. Uh, and then three years ago, I had a chance to become the women's coach. Yeah. Had the job for 52 minutes before we shut it down with COVID. But, uh, yeah, that was my introduction to pretty, coaching. A like, pretty good 52 minutes and 13 exactly. seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, most. I'm telling you, it
1: felt like a lifetime to me. Apparently, it was just really quick for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
2: was, yeah, awesome. yeah. it was uh, a... Yeah yeah super exciting let's get to work and then nope never mind let's send everyone home so, Right? yeah but been the coach now this is our going into my third year so mm-hmm. all right matt yeah uh i'm matt hebert originally mm-hmm. from
3: peabody kansas um Went to Heston College, yeah. um, Legacy kid. So yeah. family went there. It was kind of just a tradition thing.
0: Played um, basketball too. I said your name.
3: Yeah, played basketball too. Rusty said my name a couple times. Mm-hmm. Taking charges and whatnot. Not really scoring the ball, <laughs> but um, went to K State. Hey, in, in
0: in defense, I said Matt taking charges. Michael might have committed one foul. I think he committed one just foul. I, just one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: O- only nice. went through a couple doors in his time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank oh. you for
0: bringing that up. I wasn't going to, but I'm thankful that you brought that up.
3: Um, yeah, went to K-State afterwards, finished my business degree, um, worked in sales for a few years, and then just decided it wasn't for me and got back into coaching. And then um, when Coach Gallion decided to, to take a different life course, took over for him. Yeah. And, um, kind of the same thing as Michael, go into year three now and took over during COVID, and it was – a challenge to say the least but away we um, go it's been fun so far yeah. yeah looking forward to year three
0: yeah so I think everybody is and so maybe you guys can talk a little bit about the strengths of your respective teams and what, what we can be looking for as the season kicks off
2: yeah so for the girls um, you know I think for us this year um, I've been pretty consistent in saying I think this will be our most talented group mm-hmm. um, in the sense of just what they can do with a ball um, a group that can really really shoot it um, a group that's really, really, really smart. It's been fun. We haven't had to like in practice, try to put in a play, have you know freshmen sitting on the sidelines, you're like, okay, let's go in, let's walk through it, and all of a sudden, straight into jogging and and running through it. and it's like, okay, great., yeah. um, so it's a it's a it's the probably the most just talented group on a basketball aspect of it um and then yeah just really really smart can really really shoot it so we're gonna be doing some different stuff this year so we'll see how that goes all right matt what about you what about you and the men on the men's side i mean we we
3: have a group that they're bought into each other okay um you know they're really they're willing to make that extra pass they want to do the little things on the defensive end um you know i'm giving them freedom they they can play fast they're looking for great shots guys are willing to pass up you know an iffy one right. because somebody else has a right. great one and it's been a lot of fun to watch and practice in the scrimmages so far so um i'm really looking forward to just watching them continue to grow play with speed they'll make some mistakes but that's all part of them getting better and so it's been a lot of fun to watch just them mm-hmm. buy in and build each other up every single day
0: yeah and and that extra pass is so fundamental and i think that's a lost art there's a lot of lost fundamental arts i'm a huge hoops fan i am but there's a lot of lost arts in the, fundamental extra pass. the Bank shot from 15 feet off the wing is was my favorite all time shot because it's unguardable because you're shooting over someone. But that's just a personal preference. Uh, Matt, what do you think the things you guys will have to work on throughout the season?
3: Just all those little things, fine tuning the pieces on the defensive end. You know, having young guys, freshmen and sophomores Mm -hmm. especially. I mean, teaching guys how to take an angle, teaching guys that proper footwork, continuing to get better at those things. Um, You know, continuing to just build each other yeah it's it's not a piece of you know what are we going to what challenges are we going to face when guys make mistakes it's about fixing those mm-hmm. um, not letting the mistake happen over and over and over right turn into problems so right. um it's been a really good thing so far where guys aren't making the same mistake over and over so it's just continuing to build that when those mistakes happen down the road to just continue to get better every single day yeah and that
0: that speaks a lot to the be able to be coachable teachable and coachable and you're not re-emphasizing, okay, you made the mistake. We're going to adjust this, uh, and they click. Yep, and absolutely. that is something that makes your job way easier, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: absolutely. I mean, some guys, you know, it, it takes a while for it mm-hmm. to click, and some guys it clicks right away. But when you have both ends of that spectrum, the guys who it doesn't click for right away can see what it looks like when it does. Yes. It's so big, and it's guys being coachable, and when you get on them a little bit and them not taking it personally is is massive mm-hmm. in today's day and age. So um, a group of guys that are that are bought into the constructive criticism that want that feedback it is really special yeah.
0: oh that's that's amazing michael what about you guys and, and the women i mean yeah things you have to work on this season or things maybe not i don't want to say weaknesses but things you're going to be working on mm-hmm. that's that's always the way i like to phrase that
2: yeah absolutely um well first off one thing that that is helping us this year is you know my first two years we always had th- we, we have three sophomores returning right this year we have uh seven sophomores and we actually oh have, wow we actually have two juniors um so we we actually or returning girls, which helps a ton. So Mm -hmm. that that piece that Matt's talking about where you don't have to coach something, you know, multiple times over and over and over and over, we don't actually have to deal with that as much this year because we have girls who have some experience, so that helps. Um, But for us, the big thing is, you know, my first two years, uh, we had a monster inside. You know, we had Sydney Sydney Bontrager, Bontrager. 6'2". She averaged a double-double, you know, was – top 5 in the nation in rebounding, top 5 in the nation in block shots. Every time she walked on the court, you knew she was going to go get 10 and 10 and probably four blocks. And you just knew that. Mm-hmm. Um this year we just don't we just don't have that size. We don't have uh we don't have a 6-footer. Mm-hmm. So we just we're small um and so we're going to have to be really 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 scrappy. We're going to have to um rebound in a completely different way. We're going to have to defend in a completely different way, you know. You could you could do things on the defensive end uh, when you knew like well hey if I get beat like it's not going to matter right, someone's going to rim protector. yeah someone's going to erase my mistakes um, you know we just don't have that this year and so having to work on those little pieces where you can't get comfortable you know doing and making some of those same mistakes um, but I would say you know we won't be the first team to walk on a court and be smaller than mm-hmm. you know every single girl we're guarding and so. Um, yeah, just having to have that, you know, I always think of Wichita State, you know, has really made that kind of their their kind of <laughs> motto, their kind of thing is kind of playing angry. Like, we just got to play really, really aggressive, and we have to understand, like, you know, we're going to be smaller, and go that's find fine, but you got to, yep, hit somebody, go find, go find a body, and then all five girls have to rebound. One girl takes a, a possession off, and that's a possession where we give up two or three shots, and, and someone ends up scoring. So for us, it'll be those kinds of things of <laughs> saying, hey, What we've had in the past we don't have that we don't have some girl who will just fix everything for us and go grab a rebound or go block a shot Um, so we're gonna have to be a little bit more conscious on that that team effort defensively team effort rebounding wise absolutely So,
1: so it's interesting that you say that so does that create maybe a greater level of closeness or chemistry when everybody is relying on one another rather than it's wonderful to have a star player i'm certain and kudos to those individuals who fill that role but how does it kind of change things when you don't have someone to rely on?
2: Yeah, it does. You know, it, it absolutely, like everyone has to kind of understand this year, again, just that idea of like, yeah, you take one possession off and that's a possession that hurts us. And in college basketball, you know, it games are close. I think last year in, in every single game in the first semester, um, everything was within 10 points. And so it's like one wow. or two possessions here or there yeah. is going to make a huge difference. And so... Um, yeah, it absolutely. This year, team, our girls are, are really bought into that idea of like, everyone's doing their job. Everyone does it together. Mm-hmm. Everyone understands like, hey, own what you can own. Make sure you do what you yeah. need to do. Yep, absolutely.
0: Guys, who are the players we should be watching out for? I mean, I know, I know you, you know, Michael. Used to, you've got seven sophomores. There are probably a couple of names that really stand out. Maybe some freshmen. And Matt, I'd like to hear because I think you're pretty young if, from what I saw. A couple returns, but not maybe the same as it's been in the past. Sometimes.
3: Yeah, yeah. Normally we have a little bit more depth coming back, mm-hmm. um, but we have quite a few guys coming back who have experience from last year, yeah. and that's a big piece. You know, David Duncan played. I mean, he was a guy who forced his way onto the floor last year um recruited him to be a role guy and he just took it and ran with it yeah he started by the he was starting by mid-season by mid-season he's starting he's averaging 15 he's coming back this year and i mean kind of jump out of the gym if you (laughs) want to watch a guy that can change speeds (laughs) and go by anybody and then all of a sudden he's 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 finishing above the rim um he's a guy to watch so he's really exciting um the best part about david is he's humble he walks in the gym and you'd never know that um so he's a lot of fun to coach a lot of fun to be around um We brought Taj Burrows back. We didn't know if he was going to come back because he's technically a junior this year, but he's in his just his second year of eligibility Mm -hmm. um, in our business program. And so um, Taj brings energy every single day. You want to watch somebody go get seven offensive boards and one half Taj is your guy. Um, He's got a motor that doesn't stop and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, Hayden Mead, you know, scrappy little point guard from Eureka, Kansas. Um, You look at the stat sheet and there may not be a whole lot there, but all of a sudden when he's in the game, everything goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does a all the little things. Facilitator, a facilitator. he's a facilitator. your classic point guard that all of a sudden will hit a big shot. He'll take a charge. He's in the right place all the time. Um, and then Hunter Hickman from Colorado, another returner, um, had an injury last year that set him back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. This year, he's come in and and he's been awesome. I mean, great. He, he's pushed his way forward. He's everything that when when we recruited him that we thought he could be. Um, so it's exciting. I'm excited for those. Excited for those four returners. Um, and then we have some freshmen who are going to step in, make an impact right away. Good. Um, you know, we got better at some positions, um, which is a fun thing to see every day in practice. It is.
0: It is. You want to get better. You want to get better.
3: Yeah, exactly. So we're excited for it. Um, I think they're excited for tonight. I mean, yeah. they're tired of beating on each other. Oh,
0: I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure they
2: are. I am absolutely sure they are. Michael, what about you? So like Matt, you know, most of what you're looking at at this point is those returners. You you mm-hmm. know what you're getting. You yeah. know what's coming in the court on the court. Um, you know, freshmen, freshmen, you can see some things in practice, you can see that promise, but but they have to be able to come and, and get a little bit wet behind the ears and play games. It's just a totally different world from practice to a oh, game. And, and the,
0: the level from high school to college is right. a giant step. And I don't think people quite understand that until a freshman walks in uh, the door huge. and goes, yeah. Wow, this is fast. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, again, you know, everybody, you know, in high school, Every player is, is is if not the best player, top one, two, three, mm-hmm. really, really talented. And then you walk into the gym and college and every person was that person. Yep. And so mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's not as big of this gap between the best player and, and the fifteenth girl. Right. Like there's just not that big gap. Right. Um and so having to kind of recognize that, feel that you gotta change the way you play. Our girls have mentioned several times, like Oh, man, that was wide open, and then it wasn't. And it's like, yep, like welcome to welcome to yeah, college basketball, yeah. right? Like yeah. girls are fast, they know what they're doing, they know what they're looking for, and so yes, that was a wide open layup until it wasn't because mm-hmm. the girl rotated exactly how she was so, yeah. supposed to. so our freshmen, obviously you know, they have to play a few games, there'll also be jitters right tonight, those freshmen are gonna come out that first shot's probably gonna go fourteen feet deep uh, because it's just <laughs> you're so amped, you can't help yeah. it. No matter how good you are, no matter how mature you are as an 18-year-old, like, it, it's, it's game one. It's and, game and one. And you've been living your life to kind of get to this point, and so it's here. Um, so those freshmen will, will have to kind of walk into that a little bit. But our sophomores, our, our juniors, um, will definitely have to take some some leadership on that early part. Um, so some names. Uh, Lori Beth Miller mm-hmm. uh, is from Shoto, Oklahoma, just north of Tulsa. Um my goodness, that girl can shoot a ball. Okay, Like she, do not leave her open because it's almost free for us. So um, we call her LB uh, just because Lori Beth yelling that out loud consistently on a court is hard to do. So LB (laughs) is what we call her. I might be calling her
0: LB on the air. Yeah, 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 (laughs) that's great. Yeah,
2: yeah, LB on the air. So, um, but yeah, good shooter, Uh, super, super athletic, really, really fast, really, really quick. And if you want to find a competitor, and we'll we'll have shooting drills and practice, and she's she's absolutely railing on girls, letting them know where she's at and where they're at. So
0: I already see it; I can see it. LB for three. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. I'll,
0: yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm it just write rolls. That down. It just rolls. It does. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, next is Corbin Parnell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corbin came in. Uh, she's from. Uh, Laredo, Texas, uh, Texas, and so she's just outside of uh, Lorena, not Laredo, uh, Lorena, <laughs> right outside of Waco. Um, she came in as a, as a guard, as a three. Um, college games is fast, mm-hmm. so she needed to kind of shift over, so she became a tweener for us. She's, she can play the guard if we need her to. She plays primarily kind of a stretch post for right. us, um, which is great in our offense. We don't really have a true, true, true post anyway, and so she plays the stretch four, can really shoot it as well. Um, has again can ball handle so if someone wants to press us somebody wants to do something like that you know a lot of times you're like get the ball out of your post hands like i was a post (laughs) so i can say that no one was ever putting a ball in my hand and saying hey go 94 feet uh (laughs) thank goodness yeah 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 i'm I'm not gonna say anything but yes yeah okay so but like as a guard somebody who played that in high school like you can kind of put it in her hands and if all of a sudden it's like okay she's got to go 94 feet you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. that so uh, but again, another really, really good shooter. It's going to stretch, allows girls to have lanes, um, have space. So that's really important for us. Um, number number three, probably Kyra Steps. That's yeah. I was going to ask about Kyra. Kay Steps is huge for us. Uh, she's similar to Taj. Um, she's using her COVID year. So she has – this is her third year. Mm-hmm. She's in the engineering program, which is a four-year bachelor's program for us. So she has kind of that natural step to be able to do that. Um but a true, true point guard, um, super fast, super quick.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. She's quick.
2: Yeah. Um, this year we're gonna run a little bit more. So we kind of we kind of looked at her and said, "Hey, we we've put the reins on you for two years and made you play slow because that just fit our style. Um, this year we got shooters, we got we got a little bit of speed, and so get it and go and run. Um, the other really nice part about her, and we'll talk about our conference here in a little bit, but our 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 conference presses ninety four feet all they the time. Do. Uh, and so you got to have a point guard that you just, hey, get out of her way, let her do her thing, um, and Kyra's that, that guard mm-hmm. for us. So you can give her the ball and, and know she's not going to turn it over. She's not going to get pickpocketed. Um, so that's always huge. Um, so, so that's probably number three. Four, we'll probably – Sam Espinoza. Okay. Uh, this girl, like, I don't even know how you really say it. Like, again, when you say competitor – um, that's Sam. I mean, she's a, she's a three guard for us, uh, but we're not big. Uh, and we had some girls get hurt. And so Sam is every bit of what, five, six, maybe if I'm being generous, she's not Okay. Tall. It's a basketball height. So five, eight, you gotta yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I want to <laughs> underplay it because this is absolutely <laughs> oh, what it okay. is. Right. So five, <laughs> maybe five, six, uh, but she's going to have to go play in the post for us. Um, and when you think of like, oh my gosh, you gotta go five, six, but this girl's just, she's physical. She's strong. She can really, really jump played outside hitter for the volleyball team, so yeah. you can know she's got some hops. Um, and so she, again, anytime you have a team, you want to be able to have those players that you can say, hey, will you do what we need to do to win? Are you willing to do that? That might mean yes. you sacrifice yes. some of your own, quote-unquote, personal glory mm-hmm. in whatever position it is, but this is going to be something that will help us win. Mm-hmm. Sam is that. <clears throat> Sam is definitely that kid for us we're asking her to do something that's way outside of the realm of anything we should be asking her to do. Mm -hmm. But instead of complaining, she just said like, yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. Yep. Let's do this. I'll go be big. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll go be big. <laughs> she flexes, she flexes yeah. all the time. Just right, let people perfect. like, yeah, come on, come get me. I love it. like, I yeah. love it. So she's got a little bit of that, that attitude too, Good. of just like, yeah, I'm not afraid to Good. do some different things and try some things. I want to go win games. Let's do it. So right. she'll be huge for us. All
0: right. Well, guys, you play in without a doubt, and I can say this, the toughest conference in the country. Let's face it. Across the board, the Jayhawk Conference is ridiculous, and now you have eight teams in the conference. It's a full round robin slate starting in the second semester. What can you tell us a little bit about the conference and, and everything that you expect? Because it is, <laughs> it's loaded like it always is. It's loaded.
3: Yeah, it's it's as strong as it's ever been. Um, I mean, Johnson County at the top is just a beast at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nationally ranked third in the nation last year, lost to him by ten first round of yeah. the playoffs. I mean. Yeah. It's one of those where you go up there you give everything you got and sometimes it still isn't enough Mm -hmm. um they're gonna be really solid again they got everybody everybody except for one guy back and so it's that
0: will you know when you bring
3: an all-american back it looks pretty good on paper yeah um the conference as a whole you know i'm actually really excited for it Uh, we took a step forward last year yes um from where we've been in the past and i'm looking forward to another step forward there's um, been a little bit of coaching turnover Mm -hmm. um, that happened over the summer so um looking forward to just seeing where those teams shake out and if how well they gel together under new coaches and um you know we're going to play a little bit different from a lot of those teams we won't be as big but um we want to push we want to go you know as far as size goes the post game is you want to throw it in the it, post? It's, it's kind of a lost thing anymore. It, it
0: really it, is across all levels. I mean, yep. you you maybe we call that the Steph Curry effect and the, oh, the three-pointer, the everybody living and dying by the three, but maybe yeah. that is.
3: Well, efficiency. I mean, yeah. you make one out of every three threes, you got to make one out of two from two. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun to to look ahead, but, you know, it's going to be there and it's a monster and the sophomores know what's coming and you know, this first semester is about getting the freshmen ready for right. it because it is physical. It is, it is a beast. Um, you know, we'll see different styles. There'll be some teams that press, try to speed up some Absolutely. teams that try to grind it out, play more traditional style of basketball. Um, so it's a different, it's a different yeah. every single game, but it's a lot of fun to prep for a lot of fun to get ready for. And, um, we're looking forward to the challenge that <laughs> that the Jayhawk conference brings every single year.
0: It is. It absolutely is. Michael, what about the women's side of things? Matt mentioned Johnson County, and they are a perennial contender yeah. there. I think LeBets also been moving up in that mm-hmm. ranks too. Um, those are two teams that represent the Jayhawk and, and really are usually top five. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. No, I the way I would normally put Jayhawk, especially Division Two. you know, if you could take UConn, Baylor, Stanford – Duke, you know, you you could take all those top twenty-five teams mm-hmm. perennially in the NCAA D one and put them in one conference. Like that, that's that <laughs> yeah, is you know, that's, that's awesome yeah. that yeah. you said that. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Jayhawk is, it, it especially really is. on the girls. Yeah. It is. You know, uh, <laughs> fun story. Uh, last year, Ben Conrad, who's the coach at Johnson, Johnson County, County, yep, stopped by and he said, "Hey, you're doing the right things. Do the do these things. You know, go about that. Just that's what we've done, and it, it'll go. It'll build. Eventually, it'll click." And my wife came by and she's like, oh, man, that was so nice. And I was like, yeah, you know, when you beat us by 30 <laughs> points, I, I'd probably turn around and say, keep doing the same thing, too. Uh, but, and in, in again, this is something that we always have to try to, like, remind our girls consistently is just the, the level that we're playing at, the, the girls that we play at, play against, you know, Labette graduated eight girls last year mm-hmm. five of them went D1 yeah. three of them went D2 yeah you're not
0: stepping off the, right. the junior college rank is not like a a step you are one maybe a half step from going to bigger better things right. it is yeah. right there it's 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 almost across the board levelly in terms of some right. of that stuff mm-hmm.
2: and i will say like you know our girls you know Heston College is it, it's a private christian school we don't give full rides so there's there's a different there's a different level of investment for our mm-hmm. girls our girls are looking at this decision at different levels this isn't a, a d1 or bust decision for right. them whereas a lot of these schools these are these are d1 and bust kind of decisions yeah. and so they live for basketball they play basketball that's all they do it's all they focus on um, and so yeah you just have to kind of be able to sometimes live into that and say hey you know our conference can do that to every team in the country mm-hmm. right like they can they're gonna go to the national tournament and we're going to look at it and say like oh man johnson county beat us by 35 we're going to look at the national tournament and you know they're going to go beat somebody by fifty-five, and so it's even looking at that and saying like, you know, if we were in Nebraska or mm-hmm. you know in, in some of these other regions, we would be we'd be right there at the top. Yeah. But we play in the best you, you do conference and in the country, you do,
0: without a doubt. And there is a ton of talent that comes in and plays yeah. in Yo Center yeah. with the, not just for you guys but against you
2: guys. Right? So. Yeah. Well, and again, I I always try to remind our girls. That, you know, Jen, my wife played for the Larks as well from she 05, did? from 07. And that team had, you know, Katie and Liz Sowers. Um, they had some girls from around this area. I mean, they were, they were good. Winning a single-season record, period. Yeah. And I've, I've had a chance to go back and look, because you're always just curious, like, oh, what did, what, did, what did they do? And they played Johnson County three times mm-hmm. in that year, and they lost every single time by 25 or more. And so it's like, it's just it, – Johnson County is just that team. Yeah. They're UConn at the JUCO level. And they show up every yeah. year, and they just reload. They, you know, last year they lost <laughs> the reigning player of the year, and they turn back around, and the new freshman is now the reigning player of the <laughs> year. And this year, probably some freshman will come in, and she'll be the reigning, reigning player, player of, of the, the year. year. <laughs> yeah, and so like they just they just reload, um, and then they just never stop. Yeah. So,
0: Matt, you guys are at home tonight at 7 o'clock. Michael, you're on the road at Tabor at 7 as well. Yes. Uh, Friday, Matt, you guys are around again on Friday at 7, I believe, against Sterling. And then Saturday, both teams in action for a doubleheader at 1 and 3. Yep. correct okay so one thing that you guys we want you guys to come out and watch a game at EO Center but the other aspect of this is being part of the Jayhawk network you can stream the games I think it, we said it was I think we were talking before that it's like $30 to get an access pass for the whole season for one sport correct yep. but if you pay $50 you get access to all the Hessen College sports that they stream and that will right. include softball baseball basketball uh, I think women's flag football when that yep, start right, kicks yep, off yep, so yep. yeah,
3: yeah yeah absolutely and All that money goes back into the kids, back into the school. So it's it's just processing stuff. It's nothing, you know, on our end or on the school's end. It's just you know, all that proceeds go back into the program. That's so, great. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you don't want to be in person, we want you in person, but you want to hear, unfortunately, my voice for those games, <laughs> you can do that. You <laughs> yeah. can you can get on. You just go to the Heston website, I think, can get you there, right? right. HCLarks.com yep. will yep.
2: take you where you need to be. Yep. Every, under every single game, it just says there's an option. Click watch, and then it just takes you to the right website. And you Perfect. Know, log in, and away you go.
0: Perfect. And I think if you want to throw $5 down, come out to your Center and watch a game.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's always way – I mean, like – Love you as a commentator, but, right, obviously just being in the gym, yeah. the sounds, the smells, just seeing it there's at that level. There's nothing
0: like the sound of a basketball going, basketball going through the net. Yeah. it's just. I'm sorry there's not – I'm a big
2: hoops guy. Yeah. It's awesome. And, again, like, you know, I think something that we, Matt and I, as, as former players, can always speak to, you know, that we have some of those fans. We have mm-hmm. some of those fans that have been coming since we were players, since before yes. we were players. They're still coming. They show up every time. And, man, those – those are the fans that are so fun. You you know, like Ruth Mason, we know Ruth Mason <laughs> is awesome going to show net. up. We know where she's going to sit. We know what she's going to do. We know after the game she's going to want a big old hug. Um, she's going to talk to kids. She's going to yes. get to know kids. Um, those things are awesome. And so that's the thing for us that I think makes the experience so much awesome, more awesome for our, mm-hmm. for our kids. Is oh, when, without a doubt. When fans show up and they show just a little bit of love, like that just goes so far. So, yeah, for five bucks – Come show some love, see some really good basketball. That's the it, other part. Like it's, it's, it's true. Yeah, like a, Heston's a basketball town. Like it, it's used to seeing really good basketball. It really is. The bar is the, set. Yeah, the yeah. bar is set. It's really high level basketball. The college is offering another step on that high level basketball. It's it's fun. And it,
0: you know, to take for the men's perspective, I can count the number of men's players who have gone on to play professional basketball oh, who yeah. have played at heston college mm-hmm. and then a number of them who have played professional basketball who played against heston college right yeah. so at multiple levels
2: either overseas or the nba so yeah, yeah, yeah. there yeah. there have been some nba players who have yeah there was one on who was floor.
0: my year uh, eddie robinson who yeah. played for the bulls and the spurs and yep. he was six nine and dunked over one of
1: my friends
4: yeah there so, you go. <laughs> in well, a big way <laughs> it is
1: certainly great to just hear your story and to know what you're doing in the lives of kids not just in their athletic or academic but their spiritual and and just you know growth is as good citizens, and that's part of being community. And mm-hmm. it's great yeah. to see both of you. Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Anything for you guys us. want to add to to this, or are
0: you guys ready to get out of tonight and go game plan? Oh, absolutely! I'm ready
2: to. Yeah, I'm ready to get into a gym.
0: Let's go right. do it. All, <laughs> right. All right.
1: Well, we got a couple of young guys you should <laughs> yes. be recruiting that are Matt, standing and Michael, outside. Matt, Michael, thank you, right, so, you, thank you, thank you so much for coming by,
2: and yep, thank you. thanks. We'll have you again, I'm sure, at some
4: okay. point. Absolutely. So, go larks. Yes, thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah, it's exciting time. I'm looking it is. forward it to it. I, is. I know that a lot of my time has been spent at um, Henry, Arena, yeah. Yeah. Henry Levitt slash Coke Arena. i there. Tower, oh, I could even yeah. call it the Roundhouse yeah. if you want me to. I, but I've uh, yeah. been there. Hey, thanks again, guys. Yeah. Kind of we'll looking you forward to so, see you. Yeah. Looking forward to having more time here in the future to now take in some of that. But yeah, these next two guys. Yeah, Devin and Christian. They're just kind of uh, lurking out there. You, they've been extremely patient. I had a chance to read a couple library Perfect. books in the yeah, in the interim. Nice so. Yeah, you guys uh, grab, grab a headset there. Thanks, Devin and Christian, for – I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you being willing to leave class, to leave the safety of the school. I mean, like, you probably feel really sad that you had to miss so much today. But we're glad you're here. We start with a game. Yes, we got a game. I didn't we're tell you that the there was going to be a game. Yeah, it involves candy, and I have some candy here. It's it was um, –
0: we started this game, was originally called What's in the Sack? Yeah, and Susan and would bring something, and I'd have to guess what was in the sack. Now we're playing What's the Candy that she brought.
1: But you didn't have to explain that, because I'm sure they've listened to every single episode right, right, of the podcast, and right, I already knew yeah, that. Yeah, they're nodding their heads. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> what kind of candy do you think I have for you guys today? Um, Go I'm, ahead, Christian.
4: Uh, you got a Kit Kat?
1: Oh, I, ooh, I'm so sorry about that. That must be one you like. Devin?
5: I'm gonna go with Snickers. I can't have Snickers, but I'm gonna go with Snickers. That he can't is have true. Snickers.
1: He can't. I think he can have what I brought How here. How
5: uh, I I have some food out. Food. Oh, hey, I'm so. with you, man. I understand. So I okay. get it. Okay.
1: So I didn't bring that. I brought Smarties, but you will notice that they are what?
5: They're like jumbo Smarties. Jumbo
1: giant Smarties, because because I know both of you are giant Smarties. <laughs> at Heston High. Oh, okay. I mean, well look done. at the amount well of planning. Done. I had to walk all the way to the basement. Those were down there. <laughs> I just happened to have them. But I can make anything make sense, right, Rusty? Th- that's
0: true. That's very true. Maybe
1: not make sense, but tied in. So, hey, thanks for coming out tonight or coming out this morning. Um, both of you are really engaged in the fine arts program as seniors, I might add. I know Christian is going to be super happy when he can um, wear a a hat every day. I picked yes. that up at Variety Show. You, you are not allowed to wear your hat in the school building, but you, you'll you be able to wear your hat after you graduation. You can in college.
0: I'm not going to college. Oh, well, you can anyway.
1: You can wear your hat. <laughs> after the last day of school, you can wear your hat anywhere you want. My funeral, wherever, Christian. But anyway, um, you've been really super engaged. And so can you say just a little bit about how you've been involved, singers, musical, band? Yeah. We'll start with you, Devin, and then we'll pop over to Christian.
5: Uh, yeah, the The past couple of years I've really involved myself Um athletically, I've been involved in cross country and track. Um, otherwise I've been in the, the winter plays, the, uh, the fall musicals. And then last year I was in singers. So I did the variety show, um, as well. I'm in Stuco and FBLA and, uh, on the FCA leadership team. So that's been a lot of
0: fun. Did you ever go home? Cause it sounds like you spent all your time at the school. <laughs>
5: um, you know, there's there's a little window between <laughs> between cross country practice right. uh, and and musical practice when I get to go home and then
0: No, that's that's great that you guys are involved. <laughs> I mean we've always talked about Hesna High School having so many different extracurricular activities. Not just athletics, but across the board, art, the fine arts, the debate, the forensics, and all that stuff. So, hearing you being that active is really cool, and I like hearing that. That's a good
1: thing. How about you, Christian?
4: I'm not as active as Devin, but I was. I'm involved with the musical singers, and uh, I mean that's about it. But with the family farm and everything, it keeps me very busy. Oh,
1: you're basically feeding America when you're not doing these other things. So, thank you for that. Yeah. So. Tell me a little bit, Christian, about the plot of *Singing in the Rain*, which is the upcoming musical. What what's the storyline?
4: So basically, that uh, about a, a production, uh, and uh, the the two leads, uh, Don Lockwood and Lena Lamont, are the star of the show. And it's basically about how um, the it's at a time where the sound was not a thing, so they would show the the film, and then they would do the words and so that you would kind of see like what they're saying, what's what's going on.
5: Yeah, they were they were silent films. At gotcha. The time.
1: OK.
4: And so it's sort of a transit transition from silent films into like live. Like oh, you hear my them goodness. talking live uh-huh. out on, the, on the set. And so we're, you get to see like the silent film turn mm-hmm. into the actual live film. And um, uh, Kathy gets to be the voice for Alina.
5: Right. Yeah, so. The, the issue with the talking films now is that Lena Lamont, the, um, this, the lead along Don Lockwood, she's got this awful voice. She talks super nasally and, what's the big idea, you know? It's, it's, it's pretty awful. And, it's, um, and so when they, when they move to the talking films, they pull in another woman. Her name is Kathy Selden that Don Lockwood falls in love with um, to be her voice. And so there's a whole fiasco involving that.
1: Nice. So it's a play within a play. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Awesome. Awesome. So um, what role do you play, Devin?
5: I play the lead, Don Lockwood.
1: Okay. And what have you enjoyed about that character?
5: Um, It's been a lot of fun uh, to be in that role. Um, Don likes to have a lot of fun, uh, and his best friend, Cosmo Brown, played by Micah Dalston. Um, Micah and I are really close, so we have that, that onstage chemistry as well as offstage, so... His role, Micah. Micah's role is just to be the funny guy. And so it's it's just really been fun to interact with Christian and Micah and all the other people on set, like, in character, and just be uh, in character but also just myself with it. Nice.
1: So. And what role are you, Christian?
5: I am uh, RF Simpson,
4: and I'm, like, the owner, producer of, like, the whole, like, studio. So, like, I own everything. Okay. And, I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun just to see this whole thing come together and just see, like... From the start of it, it's like slow, and then you slowly get into it, and it just everything starts piecing together, and so it's sure. really cool to see everything starting to come back together now.
1: I bet there were those times when you're like, "When is the play?" and and oh my goodness, how can it be that quickly? Because it's it's just like this fluid thing, and then all of a sudden it gels. That's mm-hmm. and it is it kind of like almost like you can go back and go yesterday it was awful, and today we're clicking. Uh, so it happened that
5: quickly. There are some days like that, but the moment when you really notice like, Oh, that was awful. And then it's awesome is like, we're coming up on our first dress rehearsal this afternoon. um, And so the first dress rehearsal usually goes pretty awfully. um, (laughs) And then after that it kind of meshes together. And so after the first one, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's never going to pull together. This is awful. We should panic. Mm-hmm. But
1: <laughs> yeah. but somehow
5: it always comes together. So. Schedule a,
1: a panic. So uh, say a little bit about what parts of the show maybe have been challenging. Each of you just give us one. Uh,
4: well, I think the biggest thing has been just like sort of the – the dancing part of it, because there's a lot of like tap dancing and stuff. I'm not part of that. I don't really have to do a lot of that. I know Devin has a big part in that. And so I don't know exactly, I'm sure he'd probably talk about that, but just sort of getting things together. We have to
5: match the time setting and everything, Mm -hmm. but.
1: Takes coordination. Yep.
5: Yeah. um, A big part for me has been uh, understanding that I have a lot of solos like singing in this. Um, And so just finding confidence to sing out and um, just be able to tap dance while I'm singing. And it's, it's a little bit difficult, but it's been fun to learn.
1: Cool. Gotta be in shape. Yeah, singing and, and dancing and I'm and glad these young dudes are,
5: are dancing because there is a guy with two left
0: feet right here who would try to tap dance and would end up in the fa- in the stands in the audience.
1: Well, <laughs> when we have our new spacious auditorium, you'll have a place to fall. No, oh, that's falling perfect. Either way, stop, I can so fall
0: right off at any stage. I fell off the risers in fifth grade during a concert. So, <laughs> but we're not, not going to talk about that. that
1: pr- some parent probably has a picture of that. That's not hope. So. so I saw this show a few years ago at music theater, and there was rain. So, should I bring an umbrella for this production?
5: Uh, you know, as we're a high school production, unfortunately, we can't do rain on our stage and there's no drainage system. So, <laughs> just be a so just right down the steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, we, we played with some ideas on maybe getting rain on the stage, but we were never able to figure something out.
1: So we will just pray for more rain because Christian would say we need rain probably for the crops. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe it will be raining uh, the days of the production, which I'm going to insert that in there. It is not this week, but it is Thursday the 10th. 10th saturday the 12th and sunday the 13th yes that is and correct. you can buy tickets online it is very now if you're me you'll have struggle printing them but um <laughs> i have friends that can help me with that patricia um but <laughs> anyway so uh, we want the community to come out for that so it's this production is super old it was a film that was made in 1952
0: wasn't it the original the first movies to be a talkie when it was done
1: yes
4: i thought so yeah
1: so what what makes it fun for today, Christian? I mean, why will people enjoy it?
4: I think people will be able to like sort of relate because I mean, like a lot of people like especially like the older generation, mm-hmm. like that was a big thing to move from silent films to talking pictures. yes, like, that was that was a big thing. And okay. Being able to see that being recreated live, you know, for a high school production, I think will people will be able to re- relate to and nice.
5: find joy in
1: that. I like that. Around. i that part about it. And what do you think, Devin, people will yeah. like?
5: Um, I think that people will will really enjoy uh, some of the costumes that we have. We get the like the nineteen twenties um, flappers, and um, the guys are in suits and cool. the, the fun hats and the stuff the putting like that, on the
2: Ritz so.
0: dresses from uh,
5: Singers for years I, ago.
1: I am looking forward to that so much. I don't it, know
5: if they still have
0: those. They did in my day. They I, I kind of remember this.
1: Yeah, yeah um, costuming sets, all of that. You know. People just think, oh, I don't want to be on stage. Well, there are so many other parts to putting a show like this together, Mm -hmm. and I hope that people will remember. It takes lots of different kinds of abilities, which leads me to the question is sometimes people that maybe have their – Ideas a little different than maybe some of us in this room, but they think, "Why do students need those experiences?" You know, they get them math, get them language arts, get them out the door. But what would you say, you know, about the importance that that has played, regardless of the the high intensity or medium intensity of your involvement? Why is it important for us to have something like that, Christian? Why is it mattered to you?
4: Uh, it matters to me like just because, like, it's not, I don't I'm not a big sports person. Mm-hmm. I like to be involved a little bit, so and um i like singing and i just like doing it that way and it's so i can show that and i just like being involved because i mean it's when i get to see some of my friends at right. school because i'm i don't get to see them all the time and just being able to have that that time with people and i don't know it's just it's a fun experience yeah, yeah. I the connectedness
1: I then yeah. yeah that's that i love hearing that what about you Devin?
5: uh yeah i'm coming up kind of on the same page as christian like some of my best memories have been um, at cast parties and just being on stage performing with all my friends, um, and just the inside jokes and memories that we can create. Um, but also, I uh, I decided to stop playing basketball a couple years ago, um, and I run cross country and track, and those are individual mm-hmm. individual sports. I mean, there's a team around you, but they're still individual sports. Um, and so, I still get the same thrill of like um, being on the basketball court when I step. Uh, into the lights on the stage, and then I have my my cast, my team around me that I can just um, play and perform with. So
0: that's very cool. It, it's definitely a type of a different type of brotherhood or sisterhood mm. of, of this, and I think it's really great that like Christian said, you get to interact and you're giving back and and everything and everything. It's so cool. It's really cool, guys. Yeah.
1: Well, and there will be things happen that you, you'll you go home and you'll tell your family at the dinner table, oh, you can't believe this crazy thing that happened today. So then the family kind of gets invested in it. And then later, you will still be talking about that. I promise you. I'm not going to share today, but when we go to a four-hour show because <laughs> we're, you, we're Whoa. rapidly heading Whoa. there. Whoa. There are so many stories from, from um, Caitlin Bays and Megan Smith's time as swathers that we talked over the dinner table and laughed and laughed and we're still talking about that like we'll yeah. reflect and, and I think you're going to have that memory and you'll You'll share it with your future families. And when you guys see each other, you're going to go, can you remember the time so-and-so said such and such, and then this happened, and then nobody knew, but then we did this and changed that. And I just love that. I, I cannot say enough about how what a fan I am of everything Swathers, but especially the arts because I can identify with a lot of what you're sharing. And we're just really grateful for the character that you display, the kind of people that you are. The plans that you have Mm -hmm. that matter, every plan matters, every path matters. So we just want to thank you. Is yeah, there anything absolutely. else, Rusty, that you No, I mean,
0: thank you guys for coming it. on. I mean, I love the, also love the fact that you're doing three shows, and it gives people an opportunity. Is that Sunday one like a matinee type of? Is, yeah, yeah. And see, I think that's such a need for a lot of yes. things in the community in, in terms of you can't be sandwiched into I've got this time or this time. Now you've got three options. Yep. You can breathe a little bit. Okay, I can go catch the Sunday afternoon show or, or this Thursday evening show, and you're not – piggybacking off of everything that goes on at the same time so Absolutely. that third show i think is a wonderful addition i'm glad you guys are doing that i hope a lot of people come out
1: yeah it's great for families here's a little just a little sentimental something for you in addition to the big smarties we are proud of you yes, we look forward guys, to seeing you you. Uh, you know probably one day you guys will be running this podcast yeah <laughs> you you two with rusty yeah <laughs> because I'll, All right i'll age out but thanks, guys. Yeah, Keep up the yeah, great thank work. You guys thank, so much. Appreciate thank you guys so much. Thank you, guys. Send Jackie in on your way yeah. out.
0: They're going to get extra applause. They
1: should get, like, a standing on to, to it. Yeah, we are. I like it. To make up for the week yeah. that I thought so I was before, applauding and I wasn't. But, yeah, bef- Before Bye, Jackie
0: gets in, we've got yep. a couple – thanks, guys. Thanks again. We've got a couple big things in the sports news. Huge congrats to Ashley Lehman, who finished second in 3A state cross country. The freshman – Freshman Susan, freshman. Yeah, it's crazy. Ran in 1938 in the girls' race. You talk about amazing things to come for Ashley. Can't Ashland. wait. Yeah, Uh, back in black worked for the Swathers on Friday night. Loved that seeing them coming over the berm in the black jerseys. I'm a big fan of the black jerseys, big black pants looked phenomenal, and it led the Swathers to a 34-14 victory over Marysville. Now the big red or big black, whichever you want to do, they might be in white and black. Who knows? They've got actually, I think they're going to go all stormtrooper, all white on because of that. Could be. Because, well, Rock Creek wears all black, so you've got the contrast. They're yeah. going to Rock Creek on Friday night at 7 um, the, in another win-or-go-home game against the Mustangs, and they're one of the top teams in 3A. And it might be a sloppy fest because there might be a little bit of rain in the forecast. Like we said, HG Basketball in full swing tonight. Men at 7, EO Center again on Friday, The men at 7. And both
1: Lark men and women at 1 or one and 3 on Saturday and community wide events i know that the uh, blue stem gala is tomorrow night if you're not certain if there are still tickets Give a shout over there to Kevin oh. Wilder, Derek Yoder, see if you can still um, hop on. And it's not tomorrow night, I apologize. It's Thursday evening, and I know that the Heston Community Foundation has their casino night coming up this weekend. No, it's the
0: 11th. It's there. the 11th. But the tickets are on sale till the 2nd, till tomorrow. Thank
1: you for clarifying. Yes. Give Ashley Bridgman a shout, and she can get you connected on that. I need that, to get my tickets for that. Or visit the website, Heston Foundation. Yeah. And there's just many, many things happening, and we're so glad to see Jackie. And
0: Jackie's back. Hi, Jackie. Hello there. So what's going on in the realm of the Heston Public Library?
6: I have a list in front of me of like five different things. So uh, first and foremost, gracious mercy. uh, First and foremost, we have Mr. Bob Neal here for a couple of weeks. He is a train enthusiast. Oh, yeah. He has the most amazing setup. He brings in a model train that is also a puzzle. So he sets up different scenarios where you have to move this car from this rail to this rail to connect to this car to this car and then get it out of the station. And he sets up these different puzzles.
0: What time is this?
6: This is all day. So for the next two weeks from open to close. Okay. um, It's very, very cool. You can just come in and he can tell you everything about the scales, the railroad lines, He's just an amazing expert when it comes to trains. He's been a model train enthusiast for a very long time. His father got him into it. So this is a generational thing. Wow! Um, But it's just incredible. These puzzles that he had. I mean, I sat there and played with it for probably 20 minutes. Just Great. So yeah, and it's all interactive for all ages. So if you are 96 and are like, oh my gosh, I remember having a train set as a kid, come on in talk to mr neil if you are if you've got a six-year-old that just is in love with trains as you see them coming coming through town come in he will let them play with it um so it's it's totally interactive this is cool this
1: is very very i don't think rusty's leaving today he's going to be here the rest of the day Enjoying. i might be playing with some trains you
6: should it's amazing um so we have that going on like i said it's from open to close for the next two weeks Um, Mr. Neal's gonna be here and set up. He's incredibly dedicated, so come by any time and he is more than happy to chat. Wow. Very, very cool. Um, The other thing is that we have to give a big thank you to the Central Kansas Community Foundation. Okay, Um, We got a grant for $1,000 for them.
0: I like the applause button. Yes, I like it too. <laughs> uh,
6: for their Be Ready, Be Resilient. So we are going to use that money to um, create, take and make bug out bags. Um, it's We're going to give folks a list of things that they need to put in this bag. We're going to help start the process by giving them the bag, mm-hmm. folders, flashlights, um, and, and a phone charger. Because when you're running out of your house or running into the basement with a tornado, you're not going to think, oh, yeah, I need to grab my insurance and my phone charger and a clean pair of socks. So we're going to help families construct these emergency kits that um, you can have ready in case there's a fire or a natural disaster.
0: And this is to go to the basement and not go outside and take pictures. This is this is this is to go to the basement and be safe and not be a typical Kansan when there's a tornado tornado
1: Correct. and go out and take pictures.
6: Right, because or, you're
1: encouraged by the media to send in your photos, but stay safe.
6: Right. <laughs> so we're uh, we're going to help families create these that way. When they're uh, like, "Oh, it's coming towards me," they can grab this bag mm-hmm. and head downstairs. Wonderful project after their photo op is over. <laughs> 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 Just saying, um,
1: Dean Allison. <laughs>
6: yes, we're, we're going to be with, we just received the check. So we're going to be purchasing materials. Um, we're hoping that this will be uh, a, a take and make activity that we can have going either later in this month or probably early December. Um, we, we think about the holidays. We never like to think about, you know, Christmas yeah. tree fires right. or anything like that. Um, but it still just kind of helps people prepare for that. Um, or you can get all your materials and then celebrate Bert Gummer day, <laughs> which is one of my favorites. Burt Gummer from Tremors? Nobody? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes.
0: Okay, they're, they're yep, oh, I like Tremors. Tremors is a good movie. Right?
6: So, Burt Gummer Day, uh, it's actually now uh, an acknowledged holiday. It's a prep day, so like change out your tornado bags, all that stuff. Um, so, yes, celebrate an early Burt Gummer Day with the library and creating these bug out bags. Oh, Burt. <laughs> um, and then, November, we have kicked off NaNoWriMo, National. Novel Writing Month. Oh,
0: yes. NaNoWriMo. I'm in. Okay.
6: Okay. We we're have. we going to have a display set up for NaNoWriMo. Um, and I'm hoping to pull together uh, a couple of adult take and make activities for NaNoWriMo to encourage people uh, to use the library and contribute to the library. Um, so that'll be a fun thing that's going to be coming up. Um, and then on November 19th, mark your calendars. The library is celebrating a decorating party for the holidays. Uh, We have the Giving Tree uh, that Mm -hmm. Mr. Eilert had talked about. We are a host for the Giving Tree, and on November 18th, we should be receiving our tags. So we want to invite the community to come in on November 19th. It's a Saturday from 1 to 9 to help us get the library decorated and really come together in that community kind of way to help make a beautiful space for the holidays and to help you know, bring some attention to this really wonderful project through the angel tree.
1: Yeah. Fun idea.
6: So we've got that. And then another exciting thing, like I've got a list.
1: <laughs> she does. Um, and that's and, great.
6: Uh, we are really excited. Your The arboretum that was in last week, mm-hmm. we are partnering with them for their Prairie Lights. We are hosting story times during <laughs> Prairie Lights. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, we're going to be out telling some multicultural stories um, we've got some Latinx uh, heritage stories. We have some Native American heritage stories. Um, we have a couple of Black and African American traditional Christmas stories. So we're, we're going to be taking part in that story time, which I think is just such a wonderful partnership between the library and the Arboretum for us to, to come together in this way.
1: just speaks volumes about how cool Eston is. It, it, and the collaboration, cool. once again, we hear yeah. that all the time, and I think it is important
6: yeah, it's, it's a way for us to reach people that don't typically come to our Wednesday Wigglers at no. 10 o'clock story times. So <laughs> good plug.
0: No. Well done. Well um, done. Dynamite so, drop in.
6: Right? So I'm getting used to this radio thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not able to make it to our Wednesday Wigglers at 10, you can come and see us at the Arboretum for Prairie Lights. Or if you are one of our Wednesday Wigglers at 10, you've got another opportunity to take part in a story time. Um, and then I also have one quick book plug that comes in with NaNoWriMo. We just got this book in. it's called Papyrus and it's about the history of how books were created. So like that transition from like oral histories into Papyrus and actually having a written language in cuneiform and kind of the formation of the concept of the written word being used to pass on information and culture and stories
1: i have that on my kindle right now and i'm i will admit i i'm intrigued i need to not try to read it after i've handed out candy until so late because i'm struggling a little bit but i i thought it was a very interesting concept
6: yeah i mean it's books were made to impress cleopatra yeah so
1: i did get that far Yes. (laughs)
6: Yes. It's <laughs> and there's there's a long way to go, but it's a, a fascinating read, especially with NaNoWriMo. Cool. Uh, a head nod to very, how very all cool. of this got started.
1: Nice. Very cool. Well, Jackie, right. we I, love being here.
6: Yes. I and, and that's the other thing. Don't forget that you, too, can do your podcast here at the library. Yes. This is not—I love Rusty and Susan— and they do a delightful job. The weekly through H-Town is also available through the Heston Public Library website.
0: Another dynamite drop-in. Look at her. <laughs> Grateful. Dynamite drop-in.
6: I'm going to get a new nickname here. Uh, but it is available to everyone in the community. If you are over 18 you have, or if you have an adult that's willing to vouch for you, um, that way if you drop a microphone, <laughs> your adult is on the hook for it. Um, but this is equipment that is available. And I think with NaNoWriMo, we do have to rethink how we pass on our heritage and sure. our traditions mm-hmm. and our history. So this is, you know, another part of NaNoWriMo is that is a recorded history. Yep. It doesn't have to just be Absolutely. written. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. Well, thanks, Jackie. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been Jackie. a good episode. <laughs> Wow, we covered everything. We did, and I i will just <laughs> I'm say. I'm almost exhausted. I feel like I am exhausted in my days just beginning and yours too. But wow. um, I i want to share that I believe our new superintendent, Kevin Logan, mm-hmm. will be a guest this week. All and, right, great. And, or no, next week, next week. Uh, yes, next week. Did episode I 12. Episode Three 12. months. Episode 12. Yeah, we got to do something. <laughs> like we have to practice our twelve times tables, bef- and maybe Jackie could I, ask us what's I, no, nine times twelve. I oh no, 12?
0: no! I'm going to sing the uh, Sesame Street song.
1: Okay, I'm looking forward to that. But one, two, um, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, eleven, 11 12.
1: twelve. Anyway, good. Susan knew it too. I cannot <laughs> believe how Susan <laughs> knew it too and jumped right in. <laughs> we digress. Kevin Logan, and although we he just doesn't lost doesn't, listeners. <laughs> doesn't know it yet. <laughs> If it were live, people would be cutting us off by now. I believe we're going to have Officer Frick. Cool. But I haven't asked him yet. Okay. So everybody keep that on the DL. I'm sorry. Keep it on the low, as I was told, until... Um, I have a chance to ask him. But Vance, if you're listening, which I hope you are, can you be on the podcast yeah. next week? Hey, this has been great fun. It has
0: been. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, guys, email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Loved to hear from you. We checked that. So again, Podcast at gmail.com.
1: A lot of things happening this week. A lot of things happening next week. Keep your calendar current because I've already missed a few things by not yeah. doing so. But thanks, Rusty. Good yeah. to good to connect
0: always always this has been the weekly locker h-town coming to you from the hub of the community that has the public library recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by usw local 11228 for susan lamb i'm rusty witcher saying we'll talk to you guys next week